0: Welcome to People in Place. My name is Mason. Apologies for missing last week's episode. Uh, I had Celine visiting, and so I didn't dedicate any time to most of the other creative outlets that I try to be consistent with. So apologies for that, but thanks for joining me again this week. For this episode, I'm going to be reading a paragraph from The Art of the Commonplace. The Agrarian Essays of Wendell Berry, and it's going to be from the chapter People, Land, and Community. So here's the paragraph, and then I will proceed to share a little bit about my current experiences and a little bit of life updates, and how I'm relating this paragraph and how it has been helping me in this current time. So here it is. People are joined to the land by work. Land, work, people, and community are all comprehended in the idea of culture. These connections cannot be understood or described by information. So many resources to be transformed by so many workers into so many products for so many consumers, because they are not quantitative. We can understand them only after we acknowledge that they should be harmonious, That a culture must be either shapely and saving or shapeless and destructive. To presume to describe land, work, people, and community by information, by quantities, seems invariably to throw them into competition with one another. Work is then understood to exploit the land, the people to exploit their work, the community to exploit its people. And then, instead of land, work, people, and community, we have the industrial categories of resources, labor, management, consumers, and government. We have exchanged harmony for an interminable fuss, and the work of culture for the timed and harried labor of an industrial economy. And that's the paragraph. What first drew me to this, was throughout this past few weeks I have been getting to know the responsibilities of a new job. I have started training for the registrar position at a uh, summer camp. And with that comes an entirely new community of people that I need to get to know. As someone who grew up grew up going to camp and it having a significant impact on my life, a positive one. Uh, It's where I met Celine, where Celine and I started dating, and (laughs) as a result, uh, we're now married, and it's been a, I guess, cornerstone to how we got to know each other. And so I know that camp can be a place of deep, meaningful relationships. It's also where I met Uh, Caleb, who was my best man at my wedding and who is still one of my close friends today. We grew up going to camp. We'd only really see each other for the week or two that we'd be at camp and then we'd stay in contact online. But it was those, those weeks of camp that solidified our relationship and made it feel important. It felt like we were both working through things, and we were able to have meaningful conversations while we were there. And as a result, I'm really excited to be working at a camp again (laughs) in a more official capacity. So relating this to the paragraph uh, where it says, land, work, people, and community are all comprehended in the idea of culture. With this job being in physically based in a mountain or not in a mountain in a forest within a mountain range, there's that's the land that I'll be working in, and the work that I'll be doing is more administrative or working with people and getting them uh, initiated with what camp is and the, the feel of camp, and then there are the people the people that I'll be working with whether it's the director or other coordinators or managers that help make this entity of camp function throughout the summer. And with this camp being in three different locations I will hope to get to know how the land of the other locations also impact the work of the people and the relationships of the people uh, at those places. And then there's community, which I think of the, th- of the four of these is a little more hard to pin down. What does community within this new work look like? I think there's a lot of jobs where community isn't really considered. There's kind of like co-workers, and that's about the extent of it. Whereas I think in some Christian capacities or Christian workplaces... There's a little bit more opportunity for community because there is a greater—I don't know—maybe purpose to the work. There's something more than uh, fulfilling our own personal careerist ambitions, <laughs> and it's—it's it's so hopefully communicating that the people doing this work are there to care for other people and to love other people and fulfill and provide for the needs that are being uh, felt by the peripheral community who are then coming in this in this situation to the camp and entering into a totally different community hopefully one that brings them joy and uh, comfort and um and love And so by moving into this new workplace with this new group of people and this new community that encapsulates the land, the work, and the people, uh, all that together forms a culture. And I'm trying to figure out, well, how do I contribute to this culture? Over the past little few weeks I've been doing some training and this past weekend I was able to meet some of the people who make camp happen and see or get a taste of what camp is like at this specific one uh, because each camp is a little bit different although they're all summer Bible camps uh, that doesn't mean they're all homogeneous And from what I experienced, the people I met were very kind and the culture there seems to be healthy from what I have observed so far. And as I spend more time, I am going to have to remind myself to avoid (laughs) quantifying everything. As someone who likes to put numbers and titles and... um categorize people and things, uh, going into a new workplace where the main goal is to build healthy relationships and help people understand what the love of Jesus means, uh, it's going to be challenging for me not to do that, especially when there's people coming from all different backgrounds. I find myself currently at the school very prone to categorizing students and teachers and putting labels on everything. Uh, mental labels, I should say, not physical labels, <laughs> although that would be funny. Uh, so another part of this paragraph that uh, got me thinking was that once we start quantifying things, uh, Barry says work is then understood to exploit the land, the people, to exploit their work, the community to exploit its pe- and, and the community to exploit its people. Uh, so when I'm thinking of the work that I'm doing there, how am I, how am I exploiting the work, or how might I be exploited by the community, I suppose? And a few ways that I can see that possibly happening is that I can uh, exploit the work by not doing it well. I can do I cannot keep track of things properly I can maybe drop the ball on some responsibilities and then that would be I think me exploiting the work and that's something I really want to avoid of course as anyone who's starting a new job you always want to be able to stay on things but then also the fact that the community may exploit people I think and what I've seen this happens quite a bit in Christian communities it's because there is that greater purpose to the work that's being done. And as a result, people can kind of lose sight of the individual and focus exclusively on the final goal or the metrics. And as a result, the people become insignificant. And exploiting the land. Now, how, how does that relate to this new job and this new community I'm entering into? Well, I think the primary way that it could happen is that we ignore the place that we are based in so with the camp being in the forest in the mountains how is it that we might ignore the significance of that one thing i think that's really interesting about this camp is that they do what they call out trips and so they take campers for either like one night or up to five nights into the backcountry and they camp there and they hike to those locations, and they share meals, and they do other activities while they're in the wilderness. And there's a lot of opportunity to exploit nature in that experience. Uh, one, there could be improper backcountry hygiene <laughs> or littering, uh, which would then impact the local wildlife and local ecosystems that we are entering into but from what I've understood and from what I've seen and heard about this camp is that they are uh, very on top of their backcountry ethics which is exciting to me because it means I'm not entering into something that I think needs to be fixed or like addressed it's they're already looking after creation and nature in a responsible way so that that to me was really encouraging And with all that to say, I'm really looking forward to this next chapter. I hope that I'm able to fit into it well. I hope that this new community of people, I'm able to not be too standoffish or shy or introverted to make a good impression. And I want to be a positive contributor to this uh, this entity of camp to this mission that's already happening and has been happening for decades before I've arrived. And although I'm only filling in for uh, maternity leave for a few months, uh, it doesn't diminish the responsibility I feel to ensure I don't ignore the land and the uh, diligence. Of work and the relationships with people and my contributions to the larger community. And that's all I have for this episode. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Sorry if it was a little less uh, fluid. I find as soon as I take a break from this podcast, it's more challenging to pick it back up and form clear, concise thoughts. So, uh, next episode will be better. And with that, if you liked any of the things I said or want to see more of my work, feel free to go to masonunra.com. Mason, M A S -S O N, Unra, U N R A U.com. And the link is also in the description of this episode. I'm going to finish by reading that paragraph again and saying farewell. People are joined to the land by work. Land, work, people, and community are all comprehended in the idea of culture. These connections cannot be understood or described by information, so many resources to be transformed by many workers into so many products for so many consumers. Because they are not quantitative, we can only understand them only after we acknowledge that they should be harmonious, That a culture must be either shapely or saving and saving or shapeless and destructive to presume to describe land work people and community by information by quantities seems invariably to throw them into competition with one another work is then understood to exploit the land the people to exploit their work the community to exploit its people And then instead of land, work, people, and community, we have the industrial categories of resources, labor, management, consumers, and government. We have exchanged harmony for an interminable fuss and the work of culture for the timed and harried labor of an industrial economy. Thanks for listening. Grace and peace.